Good afternoon, Dr. Gary here. Dr. Gary on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. So today's topic is understanding the process when a DSO purchases your dental practice. And we'll get into that today. Um, so just a few things about us. I was a dentist for 25 years. We've now for 12 years have been uh, doing the dental practice brokerage and sales. We have a team of 10 employees plus um, we're in 22 states now. We just opened up the state of Utah and New Mexico. So we're also working on Nevada, um, Arizona, and uh, I believe it will be Texas next, Colorado and Texas. So we're very excited about this to open up the, uh, the Southwest. And um, that is, it's going to be great. The information you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. It is not legal or business advice. Secondly, you could reach us 363 days a year. We only take off Christmas and Easter. You can call on the East Coast time, 7.30 in the morning till 9.30 in the evening. Whether you're a buyer or seller, we're here to help you. We want some free advice. We'll be happy to give it to you. We're here for you. If you're a seller to a DSO, please contact us also because they will pay our commission. Be no commission charges to you. And when you work with us, on it, depending on the criteria, we can get your legal fees reimbursed at closing. So we can explain that. Just give us a call and we could uh, go into more detail with you on that. Uh, so anyway, uh, the process of purchasing a dental practice from a... Uh, or selling a dental practice to a DSO. Um, what is gonna happen is their acquisition person, development person will first contact you. And if you're interested, they'll come in and go over everything. And initially they'll get a pulse on the phone of, because uh, they're generally looking for 1.2 million and above, five operatories and more, every deal is different. But they're gonna give you a pulse of whether it's a go or not go for them. And then they'll get more involved with you. They'll be requiring a lot of your data, your tax returns, procedure code analysis, W-2s, lease is very important, uh, what you're referring out, all these type of things. Now, the acquisition person, developing person, will be working with you gathering all this data initially. Be patient with those people. They are they're fantastic professionals, but they are pretty overloaded with work. So just be a little patient when they work with you. So they'll get all the material they need, they'll gather all the information, and then at one point, if they see what they like, they'll communicate with you, they'll give you what the requirements are for you staying on, usually it's some requirement, and then they will um, lay out a plan. They'll create a letter of intent. Letter of intent says essentially what they want uh, what they want to offer you and what are the terms. If you're going to stay on, well, how long they expect you and what are the terms for that. So that's kind of a, that, it, that will be packed with a lot of information. And certainly, as soon as you get that, you should contact your attorney or possibly before contact the attorney to let them, a dental attorney, to communicate with them about that. Now, once again, the acquisition development person will continue to be in contact with you. But now another team begins to take over inside the uh, 
uh, the DSO, they have a develop, they have a team, an acquisition team, or better yet, a transition team. And they will begin coming in, they'll be gathering more data because now they're doing the due diligence portion. Once they give the letter of intent and they begin to move forward, that is uh, a time upon which they will um, complete the due diligence. They'll be, they'll be in your office a lot. The development person will continue to work with you. But they're, um, they are, they have a lot on their plate, the development person. So again, be patient with them. So a team comes in, in different teams. One will be records and reviewing. Another will be a, uh, a team what is uh, a clinical team that will communicate with the doctor, the seller, to sort of, you know, collaborate and coordinate what their game plan is, how they, what their philosophy of dentistry is, what your philosophy is, and how they integrate. This is all a process of integration. This takes about 60 days. Your development person is still available to you, but now more and more people are beginning to help out. Uh, the average DSO, average, at least the ones I work with, do not brand your office, come in, with a new, a new sign that says smile bright or whatever it may be. Generally, they don't do that, but some do. Uh, but they'll let you know beforehand. Generally, they don't interfere with your clinical expertise and choices of treatment. Uh, they don't do that. You may meet some that do. We think you should stay away from those people. We try to guide you since they all pay our commission. We try to guide you who the best people are, who the best DSOs are. Uh, we know who has, uh, when the going gets a little rough and there's some problems, we know who to stay away from and uh, who is uh, going to deliver. And you want to be with the right people and ones that are financially strong. So this process of gathering data and doing more diligence will continue and continue forward. And that's pretty much what happens. The whole thing continues forward. They begin gathering more and more data. And that data, they'll be used to... Uh, try to, uh, you know, keep the transition going and integrate into your practice. They'll work along with your staff and it works out.